If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Devin Booker has a career, his career, one of the most efficient games from a player in NBA history as the Phoenix Suns blow out the Chicago Bulls by far. This is an embarrassing loss. We're going to break it down. You have some therapy right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What the hell happened today? What? How did the Chicago Bulls, after two nights off, come in and look like a complete and utter dog show? against the Phoenix Suns, allowing Devin Booker to have one of the most efficient games in NBA uh, history as far as getting 50 points. He goes 20 of 25, 6 of 7 from three-point range for 51 points. But it doesn't stop there. Oh, no, it doesn't stop there. DeAndre Ayton, 11 for 18. He gets 30 points and 16 rebounds as well. In the blowout loss, the Chicago Bulls lose this game by almost 20 points. And that, and it should have honestly been more than that. DeMar DeRozan with 29 points. He's 11 for 17. One of the best shooting nights we've seen for Zach probably in the last two or three weeks. 7 for 15 with 21 points. Vooch has 17 and 8. Ayo DeSumo scores 11. Patrick Williams goes 0 of 8 from the field for two points. Alice Caruso with 14 points off the bench. But outside of this, box score be damn. This team was flat. It did not have any energy. This team didn't look like it wanted to be in this game. It didn't look like they thought that they had a chance in this game. And honestly, about uh, about three minutes in to the second quarter, it looked like the Bulls are already ready to just say, let's go back home. That's what it looked like. They allow the Phoenix Guns to score 32 points in the first, 32 points in the second, 42 points in the third quarter. I, I, I don't know what to say about this team. They go 4 of 25 from the three-point range for the whole entire game 16 percent from the three-point range while shooting 40 50 percent overall from the field bulls have 12 turnovers in this one won the turnover battle only lost the rebounding battle by eight sorry got out rebounded by 12 i was completely wrong by that 12 but but to watch this game you would you would see a team that completely looked defeated like they did not have anything to fight for this this team their body language the way they executed, the lack of execution. This team looked like a team that you would think was the Detroit Pistons, and by that I mean a young team that's still learning how to win, that's still learning how to play the game of NBA basketball. That's what this team looked like in this game. What the hell was that? This is wild, bro. This is what this this is this was not a bad loss. This was a terrible loss. We talk a lot about how the Bulls have been in every game this season other than the Cavs game and that Denver Nuggets game. And this game, the Chicago Bulls look like a bunch of bitches out there. What the fuck was that? I Man, listen, it's it. I'm, I'm going to get to the comments here in a second. 
But the way that this team looked tonight was disrespectful to the Chicago Bulls. This is disrespectful to the Chicago fans. This was disrespectful to the game of basketball. This was this was everything you don't want to see from a team that you hope is trying to pick themselves back up at some point, get over 500. The Bulls are now 9-12 and 12 on the season. Head coach Billy Donovan, who just got an extension, well, got an extension before the start of the season. We just found out about it. This was a badly coached game, but again, I can't even put this all on Billy Donovan. I can't put this on his, his rotations. I can't put this on the scheme because the players just looked out there like they did not give a damn. You paid Zach Levine $215 million for him not to give a damn. That is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. The, and, that, and we go back to what was the biggest concern with this team early in the season, the lack of heart. This team had no heart. Outside of Iota Sumu, Alice Caruso looked like he had some heart at some point. It looked like nobody gave a damn that they're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. To play a game. And you can't, you don't have enough pride in that to play with some goddamn integrity. It's losses like this that you that you have to turn around and look at the fans, the sky is falling fans, and say, hey, listen, I understand you. Whether you agree with it or not, right? Which I'm gonna get into some comments. I already see a comment that says blow it up. That's that's no, that's not the answer here. That doesn't do anything. Especially not at this point when the Bulls don't own their own first round pick. It is not acceptable for a team to give this amount of effort. I said before in the in the, in the pregame show, I don't see this team making a major trade. I'll tell you what, you give a couple more performances like this, every head gotta be willing to be put on the table. Now that's not to say to blow it up, but you gotta look at some shit that ain't working on this team. You, you you can't now look at the coach and say it's not working because you just you decided to extend him in the offseason. So that's not the answer there. You can't you can't now cut the head off the coach that you just re-signed to a several year extension. This ain't it, bro. This ain't it. And as long as the as long as this level of play is allowed to still be acceptable, as long as this level of play from your stars is allowed to keep happening, write write the ticket for the fucking season at that point. You don't even gotta blow it up. This team ain't got no heart. They ain't going nowhere. What the fuck is happening with this Chicago Bulls team? All right, I'm done bitching. Let's get into the comments and see what we got, man. Isaac says, what the, yeah, WTF, bro. Emmanuel, what was that? That was some bull crap. That's what that was. Isaac M again, the worst game. That was a terrible, terrible game. Scooch, he says, blow it up, please. I've been saying this even through this. No, no, you, you, you don't blow it up. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. You can't. You can't make any logical reason to blow it up, especially when you. Even if you were blow it up right now, you still have a fifty percent chance of losing that pick to the Orlando Magic. Imagine blowing it up, all that to tank, and then to still lose the pick. That would be even bigger fail. Vaughn says, "Lord, that game was buns. The players were buns." L. Well, I was wrong. Demar had almost thirty. Vooch not so balanced. Okay. Zach was lackluster, and Booker made not only Zach, but the whole Bulls team look bad. Io had effort, poor P. Will, low stats. Listen, Devin Booker cut, like, it's Devin Booker was on God mode today. Devin Booker was literally on NBA Jam when you were on fire and you couldn't miss shit. Vaughn said, Aiton stat padded. Hey, he was killing us at halftime as well. Devin Booker is one of the smoothest looking players in the NBA, not for his scoring, but for his passing. I feel we we actually were playing okay defense on him, and he's oh there were too many too many times where he was wide open. Marvin the motivator, bad bad loss. No other way to put it. We got work to do. No, it's not no, Marvin. I'm sorry. I love you, Marvin, and I know what you're trying to do with that. 
and I agree with you. But right now, it ain't this ain't just about we got work to do. No, you can't put the Bulls fandom on this. I, I don't there's no positive spin for this. This team played like a bunch of bitches. That's it. That's what it is. You you you, you there's no positive spin on I'm not I'm we're not doing this this positive shit today. And again, that's not towards you, Marvin. You know I love you. I'm just talking about like I got no positive words for this Bulls team today. They don't deserve my positivity. They don't deserve it. And they're not getting it today. You put up a performance that was like that of a bullshit ass team. That's what you this is what you get. Jim Boylan could have coached the Bulls to this point. This is also why you don't secretly give Billy Donovan a contract extension and don't notify what no, see, and this is the thing I gotta take away from this, right? All the like no, we are not entitled to know anything about about what they decided to extend. We, we, we're just not. It's nice, right? If they do tell us, it's nice for us to know the direction of the team's heading. It's nice to see when your team gets a gives a nice press release on, hey, we just extended head coach Billy Donovan. We're really excited. Let's keep it moving. But this ain't got shit to do with this loss. A contract extension ain't got shit to do with today because Billy Donovan was already under contract. When we get into that extension, if, when Billy Donovan's still the coach three years from now and this team is still looking like that, then we can b- the bitch about the k- extension. At this point, the extension don't even matter. It don't even matter right now. This team is playing like shit. And this would have happened regardless if Billy Donovan got the extension or did not get the extension. The Ultimate Rage says, I can't believe I just sat through that garbage. Bro, listen, the fact that, the fact that, I, that my house is still intact right now is wild. Damn, Hayes, that's, that's a really check. How many bricks we put up and you get two guys putting up 80 points against you? What chance you got? Listen, it's it's bullshit. Mixo says, Hayes, I don't see how we can keep going with this team. We are so inconsistent. Listen, dig in for a long season there, my brother. Dig in for a long season, brother. Sluggo, between lack of making shots, poor defense, and being tremendously outcoached, it's easy to see the difference between a contender and where the Bulls are. It's Samir says, F continuity. <laughs> A lot of fans are feeling where you are right now. SB Talk Sports, salute Chicago Bulls Central in the chat. Somebody has to go. Listen, Silk Ron says, trade Levine. It's not happening. You put your energy elsewhere, bro. It's not happening. Derek Sutton, I'm done watching the season. I've seen enough. You'll be back, bro. Like, that's the thing, right? That is the thing. Let's be real. This is still not the worst we've seen the Chicago Bulls. That's what's crazy about all this, right? The, the trade for Vooch, the trade for DeMar, Billy Donovan coming in. It was supposed to be the end of the dark days. But for people who've been Bulls fans long enough, we know this is not nearly this darkest time in Chicago Bulls history. You'll be back, but I understand your frustration for sure. Brandon L. Jett says, F Billy Donovan, kiss my entire black ass. That's deep, bro. That's deep. That's wild. Toxic says, look, uh, bro, Bulls ass team is ass. (laughs) I don't care if they beat some good teams. This team is. And that's what my point was. Last night on Locked on Bulls, that got released this morning. When me and Pat were having that discussion about Billy Donovan's extension, and Pat, designer said, oh, well, this, this team hasn't shown improvement because they beat, they've beat they beaten better teams than what they beat last season. That shit don't mean shit. You beat better teams and still got a less than 500 record. That's not improvement. This team ain't improved a goddamn bit since last season. Continuity ain't did shit for this team. And you have to start looking at the why, Right? Why is this team not improving? We are not playing as a team, period, point blank. You can have all the continuity you want, but if you're still out there playing a lot of one-on-one basketball, the continuity don't mean a goddamn thing. You can bring in a different set of players every single year if all you're going to do is let Zach and DeMar play one-on-one basketball. This is, like, I get it. I'm pissed off right now. I understand. This is always why 
I do do a mini breakdown on the next following day on the full episode because I know I'm pissed off. I know I'm upset. I know I'm ready to go off. I know all this shit. What the fuck? But yeah, this team is playing like absolute butt cheeks. Patrick says, I have to purchase League Pass to watch these clowns. I want my money back. Luckily, with, with, with NBA 2K23 this season, we got League Pass free. Luckily. Luckily, it's a tax write-off for me now anyway. Uh, NIU Dean says, I don't think they should blow it up, but also I think this team, uh, I don't think this team is worth keeping together. So weird. It's uh, like, it, like this Bulls team, while I disagree with the Ringer article that the Bulls are the most dis, dis, uh, disappointing or, de- sorry, woo, depressing team in the NBA, the Bulls are in a really weird spot because you don't have your own first-round pick this season, so blowing it up isn't worth it, right? Then on top of that, you're, you 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 don't really have the assets either to make a considerable trade to drastically improve the team. At this point, the best of the Chicago Bulls team could do. I know some people said trade Demar. They're not trading Demar. They're not trading Zach. Much to some Bulls fans' dismay, they're not trading Patrick Williams. Much to, to the disappointment of some Bulls fans, the biggest trade chips that this Bulls team does have is the Portland pick, Nikola Vucevic because he's expiring. Maybe Kobe White. They're not trading Io with the uncertainty around Lonzo Ball. So that's not happening. This Bulls team is in a really weird position. That's why when people say, hey, blow it up. Blow it up for what? Right? And with the way that the look, the luck of the Bulls team, let's say the Bulls did blow it up. Let's say the Bulls did the dumbass uh, trades that Ben Simmons, um, B- Bill Simmons suggested today. Right? Let's say they trade Zach. Let's say they tra- trade DeMar and Vooch. Let's say they get a bunch of first-round picks to facilitate all that. Unless it's another first-round pick for this season. The Bulls ain't go like it's not with the Bulls luck. They would do all that trade, have one of the bottom four records in the NBA, not win the lottery. The pick ends up at number five, and then the fucking Orlando Magic still get it. Then at that point, what did you you blow you blew it up for not for not shit? It's wild, bro. This team is in such a unique, uniquely bad place because you have to hope for the improvement to come internally. Line everyone up so they can get the sweet music to the face. That's crazy. Y'all can point the finger uh, at Billy Donovan all you want, but at the end of the day, you have to execute what the coach is playing, and I've seen them execute a lot better against much better. Oh, the scheme still sucked today. But like I said before, this is I can't even blame this on Billy Donovan's scheme. The players played with no energy today. You, I can't even identify what the scheme was. So I can't blame Billy Donovan because this Bulls team literally played. Like they, like they didn't, like at, at the end of the day, it was this. The, this Bulls team is the pillow princess of the NBA. They just lay down and take it. They just lay down and take it. Corn roll, Kobe all fucking day. Oh, I don't give a damn about none of that right now. The shit looks good, but the shit don't translate to no goddamn wins. The Chicago Bulls are the pillow princesses of the NBA. Talk about a choking stroke. The Bulls are getting choked and stroke, and no money's being left on the fucking dresser for him afterwards either. Brandon Jet, Suns didn't have Cam Johnson or CP3 and still almost won by 30. Crazy. Shay, I'm sorry, but I have to point the finger at Vucevic. You have to demand the fucking ball, man, if they don't give it to you. Because the way I see it, there's much better when they run the ball through you. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's this, right? You got a lot of nice guys on this team. DeMar DeRozan is a nice guy. Zach Levine is a nice guy. Nikola Vucevic is a nice guy. That shit ain't doing shit for your team when you ain't got no dogs on this team. Or you do got dogs, they coming off the bench. All, right, all that nice guy shit, we need somebody who's literally going to look at Zach Levine and say, hey, bro, I know you're getting paid $215 million. I don't give two fucks about that. You playing like shit. 
Like you, you need to step it up. They need this team needs somebody who's gonna look at Demar Derozan and be like, "Hey, man, all that dribbling is cool, right? Shout out to you. You can dribble the ball. Good, 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 good. Kudos to you, Demar. You can dribble the ball and you can pump fake fifteen times and get to the free throw. Can you pass it? Can you make the people around you better? Not just with motivation. We know Demar. You can teach people work ethic all day. That's good. You get, you get two pats on the back for that. But when you're on the court with these people, you're not making them any better. That that's what this like. This team needs somebody who's going to come in, and and wake them the fuck up. And if that's not going to come from the coaching staff, I don't know what to tell you, Alana. I take a nap before work and I wake up to this. Listen, that's a that's a wild thing to wake up to. Definitely a wild thing to wake up to. What happened to our bench rotation? Javante and Dragic set way too long. I really do think though, and this is not an excuse, right? I'm not excusing it. But I think Drogic and, and, and Green did sit so long. Javante Green only playing seven minutes in this game. I think that their injuries, right, while they did play in this game, I think the thing that had them on the injury report maybe was bothering them a little bit more than we knew. That's what I think. That's just my personal opinion. I have no insider information. Ain't nobody texted and tweeted me nothing. I don't know nothing for sure. But that's what I would think happened with this. Evan, this Bulls front office is not trading Patrick Williams. Go back to the drawing board. Come back with something else. AK, AK, you can look AK in the face and say, listen, the Bulls, I guarantee you they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but you gotta let 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 uh keep, you gotta let go of Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams would literally, I mean, AK would literally rub Patrick Williams on the head and say, My precious, and not do the trade. It's not happening. The ultimate rage. We are entitled to know these things. Uh, we're goddamn fans. Without us, Chicago Bulls ain't shit. What? Listen, welcome to the Chicago Bulls franchise. They don't give a shit about fans, right? I know, I know, a lot, like, and it sucks to say, but this Bulls team, this organization, is not doing anything just because of the dismay of the fans. I know people think, hey man, listen, they put up that billboard to fire guard pecs, and it happened. Oh, we're empowered as fans. Keep in mind, it took John Paxson to go to the Reinsdorf's and say, hey man, listen, I can keep taking y'all money. But I don't know what the fuck I'm doing out here. I don't, I don't know how to improve this team anymore. For them to actually move on from Gar, Gar Foreman and John Paxson, they would still be running this organization if John Paxson didn't have the awareness to say, hey, man, listen, I don't know how to build a team anymore in the modern NBA. I don't know what I'm doing. Y'all paying me not to do shit because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's basically how this happened. Jihad Dean, this, this team is shit. They straight pussies expect Io, DJJ, Terry, and Bradley. Except, I'm sorry, Io, DJJ, Terry, and Bradley. And he says Javon. He threw in Javante Green. PBN patch. We are inconsistent. That's what I say. Which Bulls? Uh, we getting? We need to fix that. We have the talent. Just rough. Honestly, same thing. Listen, this team. I don't even know. I don't even know. Ian says we were outplayed and outgunned tonight. That should uh, They should have double-teamed Booker from the start of the second half. Yeah, but the problem with that is, with the way that the Bulls already play three-point defense, had the Bulls double-teamed Booker, I guarantee you, Mikael Bridges would have had 40 points as well. All right, well, it had, let me stop exaggerating. He would have had 18 to 20 points, and it wouldn't help. This is crazy, man. Bly in the building. Looks like I picked the right game to skip. <laughs> Not real thrilled with Billy Donovan extension news and games. Like, this is why. This, like this RY, I don't, did you leave another one to kind of expound on that? Don't see another comment from you. Shay, ball movement, and play. it's a simple game. It's a simple game. Any chance we can still, ah, uh, fuck no. Teams are individual haze, absolutely. That's crazy, man. Predator says, no, nah, listen, the only reason we lose this game is because you don't, no, no, it's not, it's no, no. That, that's not true. 
We don't win this game because we don't play team defense and we don't play like a team on the off. We are the easiest team to defend in the league. It ain't got nothing to do with having one lockdown defender. That shit wouldn't have stopped anything at all. That is not why we why we lost this game. We lost this game because we don't play as a team. There are a lot of teams that don't have a lockdown defender, but because of the brand of team defense that they have, that they're able that they're able to like hell. Look at the Phoenix Suns, top ten in offense, top ten in defense. You know why? They don't like Mikael Bridges isn't a lockdown defender. He's a he's a damn good disruptor on the defensive end, but he's not a lockdown defender. But they play great team defense. They play great team offense. We lose because we don't play as a team. Huge overreaction. No, it's not an overreaction. And that and see, this is the problem. When, and this is the issue when people can't honestly evaluate. You have people when the Bulls win, oh, look at that. You have people when the Bulls lose and you evaluate, oh, it's over. No, the way that this team plays, this is this is indicative of how the Bulls play. This is just the Bulls doing this against one of the better teams. The Bulls have typically played better against the better teams in the league. But when you're 9-12 and 12 on the season, under 500, you you've lost. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Against bad teams, you've gotten two blow, three blowout losses, and your team plays flat after they have rest, having the rest advantage. That's not an overreaction. Now, to some that are saying blow it all up, that's absolutely overreaction. That is overreaction. Y'all got to chill on that. But the way that this team is playing, this is the same thing. Same thing I told you guys in wins. Like you remember, for those that were around, remember when the Bulls were on that nine-game winning streak, and I told you guys, I sat here on the stream, and I said, hey, the way that this Bulls team is playing right now, yeah, they're able to gut out some wins, but with better teams coming in, this is about to be ugly for the Chicago Bulls, and people were in the chat saying, oh, my God, Hayes, I'm confused. Did we win or didn't we win? And I was like, all right, keep, keep that energy. The way that this team is playing right now, unless this improves, unless they start playing with some damn heart, this is going to be a very ugly season for the Bulls. G.O., a win against the Warriors will be the only thing that could make up for this. Even then, right? Even then. Now, that's what I, and that's one of the weird things about this team. This team could very well come in against the Warriors and all of a sudden look like a completely different team. There's no consistency in the level of play from this team, not one bit. Not one bit. Chicago Bulls versus Chicago Sky. I put my money on the sky. Cooper will cook Levine ass. Wow. And Candace Parker will cook Vooch. Change that. That ain't happening. Definitely not happening at all. Alex Larez. I can't say I wasn't expecting this, but then again, I think we can all agree that we can take losses as long as we see effort, and we saw none of that except for – that's the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing with this team. It's not – you're going to lose games. Every team suffers some blowouts. That's going to happen over the course of the season. It's the fact that this team is just laying down and taking it. 
Nicola Vron says, I hope that Zach takes a step forward and gets back into rhythm and demands the ball more. Maybe he should start to demand the ball more now in order to move past the slump. Your thoughts? Hey, listen, Zach Levine, the Zach Levine that we had the last few seasons, up until the knee injury and back injury last season, that's a max level player. The Zach Levine we're getting now this season is not. Now, one could say it's the knee, it's this, it's that, it's this. At the end of the day, it's this, right? I'm a results-based person. I can lend some credence to hope. I can lend some credence to, hey, he's still working himself back in rhythm. I got you on all of that. But you still have to judge the basketball that's being played. The number of shots that Zach Levine takes with 18 seconds left in the shot clock is frustrating. Now, the thing is, and I said this before, once he starts making those shots, that changes everything drastically. But at some point, at some point, we are now over 20 games into the season. At some point, your season is your season. You can you, we'll, we'll be saying all day, oh, Zach, just, Zach is going to get back in rhythm. Zach just got to get back in rhythm. Wait till Zach gets in rhythm. We'll be saying that until the 66 games in the season, and then what? We're going to get 20 games of rhythm, Zach? I do trust that Zach is going to get back in rhythm. Let me be clear there. I do think and I believe that Zach Levine is going to get back in rhythm. I fully do believe that. But even with that, right, at that point, you, that doesn't still address the lack of heart on the defensive end from this team. It doesn't change that. Raptors play great defense, and they aren't super talented on that side. They play hard as and as a team, and they consistently, consistently move. That's it. That's it. We're not even asking this team to do a lot. We're, we're asking this team to play team basketball. We're asking this team to do exactly what you do when you coach YMCA basketball. That's it. Reginald Short says, you know it's bad when Tony Bradley got in the game. Oh, absolutely. And he got a dunk at that. Tony Bra- like Tony Bradley, just he, he thinks he's the MVP of the season right now. He got that dunk. Brandon L. Jett, Bulls 25% into their season. Hell yeah, we can assess this team. Zach ain't hurt. Uh, he's just not good for the amount of money he's getting. Listen, that's it. Melvin says, I never minded Zach's defense. There's a few all-stars whose defense are trash on max contracts, but it was his IQ to why I was 50-50 on getting the max contract to why I never considered him the guy. I feel you. There's a lot of people, and that's the thing, right? There's a lot of people on max contracts that aren't the guy, right? We got to stop thinking that max contracts basically mean, oh, they're only max contracts are only regulated to players that can be, get their team to, to be a championship contender. That's not how it works in the NBA. Now, that's not to excuse Zach's play Zach has to play better little squad I got to disagree with you here Patrick Williams gave effort he just wasn't successful that's why I say when people say stuff like oh we need a dog we need we need this we need that yeah there's a lot of people that got some dog mentalities that suck I'm not saying that Patrick Williams suck Patrick Williams gave effort tonight he took eight shots Patrick Williams was moving out there in court there was times where Patrick Williams was trying to push the tempo he just wasn't successful at it Ty Gibbs to say, I didn't want to resign him because the era is changing. Zach Levine isn't player of this era. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by you didn't want to sign. And again, for people that don't understand, the concept of letting a player like Zach Levine going into when you can when you can match any contract and they're going into what's supposed to be the prime of their career, you don't let a player like that. There, there was never a chance that the Bulls are just gonna let Zach Levine walk away. So anybody's like, oh, I, the Bulls shouldn't have re-signed him, so you should have just let him walk away. Again, and, and some people have a misconception thinking that, oh, if the Bulls didn't re-sign Zach, that means they could have used that money to go somewhere else. No, no, because they were over the cap. They would have been slightly less over the cap. But no, you don't just let a player like that walk away. Unfortunately, the way where the Bulls were, you, you have to re-sign Zach Levine. Euro Joe, that's idiotic, bro. I'm sorry. 
There's no way that you've watched Zach Levine and nobody knew Zach Levine would come in. With the, the trajectory that Zach Levine was on, he was worth a max contract. He's just not playing up to the expectations that he set. To say that Zach Levine is six-man-of-the-year bench potential, that's idiotic. That's just dumb. I'm sorry. And I, I'll critique anybody hard right there, but that Zach Levine has six-man-of-the-year off the bench potential, that's stupid. I'm sorry. That's that's just idiotic. Why can't Zach elevate to superstar-like book, similar game? He could. He was on the – and see, that's the thing. Zach Levine was on that trajectory. Up until the back-in-the-knee injury – and until from that point to this point of the season, Zach Levine was absolutely on that level. I would say this. If Zach Levine was still playing like he was playing 40, 35 games into last season with the defense that he's now playing at times, not in this game, not in this game, Zach Levine would be at that superstar level. Nobody expected Zach Levine to regress in the way that he has been. Uh, listen, all that shit. Listen, I can't I can't hear that. Because Zach Levine's barely been at home. When you're when you're a basketball player, you're barely at home. I guarantee you, Zach ain't been back at home this whole week, and he's not going to be back at home this whole week. You can't ex- that whole uh, Bulls fans and fans in general. This is a sports fan thing, not just the Bulls fans. Try to find excuses where they are, where they where they can. That that fa- there's a lot of players that became fathers. That's you remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Derrick Rose became a father the year he won an MVP. Correct. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. So that become a father bullshit. That's bullshit. And this is coming from somebody who has four children. Four of them. You ju- you adjust at some point. Let's keep it real and realistic here, people. You have to realize that just because you get paid a lot of money, it's still a team game in order to win. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Matter of fact, matter of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello? Hey, baby Levine. How you? I know you don't understand what I'm saying right now. And you'll understand this when you get a little bit older. Hey, all I got to say to you is this. Hey, why is your daddy playing like a bitch right now? Oh, you said he sucks on your pacifier when you're asleep? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah Google, I, I I appreciate that, baby Levine. I, I definitely appreciate it. Here, I, I got a question for you, though. The next time you see your dad, right, and he's changing your diaper, I need you to shit on him. Yeah, I need you to shit on your pops. Like, like yeah, just, just go ahead and just shit on him. Just go ahead. Yeah, just shit on your dad. Yeah, or you can piss on him. Either one. Like, yeah, you just got to... Yeah, just let it rip. Let it rip. All right. All right, got you. Peace. Hey, listen. That father shit, you can miss me with that shit. You can miss me with that father shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, man. That's wild. Oh, man. That's crazy. Oh, man. That's wild. All right, let's see what else we got in the chat. Oh, what's this? Derek said, I've been calling Fred Van Fleet. Father Van Fleet ever since 2019 run. That's crazy. Actually, Derrick Rose became a father of the year after he won MVP. I couldn't remember. Okay, still. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's wild, man. MJ says, man, if I had a kid, I won a championship immediately. Even Derrick White had one bad game after his baby was born and turned it around in the finals. That's what I say. Like, that, that, that new father shit, you can miss me with that. You can damn sure miss me with that. <laughs> Shay says... Hayes, you for damn sure ain't getting the job getting the job at ESPN anytime soon after that. I don't give a shit, man. I, listen, I'm right here at home at Chicago Bulls Central. I don't need to, I don't need it. Uh, this dude just called Baby Levine. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, that ain't that ain't even petty. That's just Hayes ignorant ass. You already know. Oh man, that's crazy. That's wild, man. That's wild, bro. 
What would what would your reaction be if we still at the trade deadline and under five hundred and don't make a move? I feel it's. I'm telling you, y'all don't know what you're feeling. You 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 may you may be working on the shit yourself. You don't know the front office if you think this front office is making a trade at the trade deadline. It's not happening. John Michael, I'm pretty sure if Drummond took the same amount of threes a game that Zach does, he'd have a better shooting percentage the way Zach has been shooting threes lately. It's wild, man. It's crazy. That shit's crazy, man. Damn, imagine being an analyst on ESPN calling players family to talk shit on air. Must see TV. Listen, I'm telling you, man. It is what it is. Zach is our... No, see, that's the thing. Just because you become a max level player does not mean all of a sudden your skill set changes. You don't become a max level player to do something different than what you've been doing. You become a max level player because of what you've been doing. And so I would, and don't get me wrong, I would love to see. I talk all the time about the game that Zach Levine literally called for the matchup against Bradley Bill and shut Bradley Bill down for like four possessions in a row. He has that potential in him, but you have way better on ball defenders on this team. Ty Gibbs, by next year, you no, you, you, you must be new here if you ever think that I'm going to cover any team other than Chicago Bulls. This is Chicago Bulls Central every day, no matter how bad the team is. They can they can bring Chandler Hutchinson, Chris Dunn, and Cristiano Felicio back right now. And unfortunately, I'd be covering that bullshit-ass team. Don't get – listen, I keep telling you, you can't cancel somebody who don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I will call the baby. I'll call, matter of fact, hold on. Hey, Miss Levine. Hey, yeah, I'm glad you answered the phone. Hey, I appreciate you. I listen. I, I appreciate you taking my call, Miss Levine. Yeah, I appreciate you. I got listen, Miss Levine. I got. I got. I got. I just have a question to ask you. I just. I got a big question to ask you, and I just need you to answer me honestly. You be pegging the shit out of Zach Levine, don't you? That would explain why he's why he's playing like a bitch. That would explain. You said you put you put on the 14 inch strap on to fuck Zach Levine. All right, that explains a lot. That's why he can't shoot anymore. Stop raping that man. Leave him alone. Miss Levine, leave that man alone. He is trying. He's trying to play basketball. You, you, you can't be doing that during the basketball season. Wait till the offseason to do that shit. You said he flew you out to Phoenix to peg him before. The, that explains a lot. That is, that explains. You know what? You just answered everything that just happened tonight. I, I appreciate you for telling me what happened. Yeah, but listen, you, listen, Miss Levine, listen, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But I'm, all I'm asking is for the health of the team. Can you stop doing that to Zach Levine during the season? You said you you said okay. What you said if he doesn't have a thirty point game by the All Star break, you're gonna release the video of him sucking the strap on. That's what you're gonna do. I mean, that's that's one way to motivate it. That's definitely one way to motivate him. I mean, look, I I don't know what to tell you. Listen, Miss Levine, I'm just I'm just asking this. Like, whatever you need to do to motivate him, can you just can you find a way in your heart? To motivate them so we can start winning some of these basketball games. All right, I appreciate you. Thank you for for thank you for taking my call. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, first of all, humble servant. Thank you for supporting the channel at this level, fam. I really appreciate you. Um, yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, I don't even know. I don't know what you. I don't know what you sending me chats for at this point. Like, I appreciate you. Like, this is a shit show. Um, I don't even know what to say, man. I, I'm so frustrated by this goddamn team, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> Dog got me weak as fuck at work. <laughs> Shout out to you, Vaughn. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, man. That's... <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs>
Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Bully 12, breed for a hell, says, dude, I just fucking holler. <laughs> what, what, man? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's wild, bro. Strap on Levine. Um, uh, What do the Bulls have to do to get that protected first-round pick again from the Blazers? Or what do the Blazers have to do again to get that pick from them? I've been confused about it. It's simple, bro. And I'm, I'm going to break this down. People will make it sound way more complicated. If the Blazers make the playoffs, the Bulls get the pick. If the Blazers don't make the playoffs, the Blazers – did I say that right? Let me run that back. I think I said that wrong. If the Blazers make the playoffs, the Bulls get the pick. If the Blazers miss the playoffs, the Bulls don't get the pick. The Blazers then get to keep the pick. It's simple. It's completely lottery protected, meaning that they have to they have to not make the playoffs to keep that pick. So that that's what they have to do. That's crazy, man. The same kind uh the same kind of reminds you that of that dumbass kid in class who really smart and could do the work, but yet chooses not to and fail the entire class. I don't know who you're talking You said the same. Do you mean Levine? Is that what you were saying with that? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Oh, man, that's crazy, bro. That's wild. Like, this, I what the fuck has come of this team, man? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild, man. Let's see. What if all things being equal, we magically got the number one pick and got Wimbiana? I mean, hey, shout out to that. Um... I mean, I think Vooch definitely isn't getting re-signed at that point. I would think that this, right, if the Bulls, let's say, and I'm not saying try to blow it up. I'm just saying, let's say by just the way that the season goes, the Bulls naturally miss out on the playoffs. And they somehow, much like the year they got Derrick Rose, they just luck up and get that number one overall pick. At that point, I think you don't re-sign Vooch, Um you kind of you don't do a complete rebuild, but you kind of roll it back a little bit. You maybe even trade Demar at that point. Joshua Simmons says this podcast is different. You already know, bro. You already know. You already know what it is, man. Hold on, wait a second. What up, Demar? You said why am I coming at your boy like that? You from Comp? I don't give a fuck if you from Compton. You playing like you from uh fucking fucking Akron, bro. Hey, Demar, this is what I got, to- bro. You remember the conversation we had last season? Do you remember the conversation we had last season? You give the ball. To another player, right? Like, literally, you pass them the – you still don't know what a pass is? We talked about this a year ago, DeMar. You bounce it or you throw it to another player. That's all you got to do. You just – you give them the ball. Why are you giving them the ball? Listen, DeMar, listen, we, we got to talk, bro. How many wins y'all got this season, bro? You got nine wins this season. You know partially why you got nine wins this season? You know why you got not? Yeah, I saw your comp ten videos, and that's that's all dope. You said you trained Patrick Williams this Aussie. What more do we want you to? We want you to pass the fucking ball, Demar. That's what we want you to do. You you know that you have you have four of the players on the court with you at any point in time. They also know how to shoot the ball. Yes, listen, Demar. This is the problem when you when when you mid thirties and still getting braids, bro. Like I think it kills the brain cells. You pass the ball. Like, how are you 33 years old and you have no hang time on your braids? You've had braids for 13 years, Damar. She's pulling your brain cells out, Damar. She's pulling the brain cells out. Yeah, stop getting the braids, bro. Just cut the hair. Go ball. Just cut. I guarantee you. I guarantee you right now. You go ball today, you, you'll learn how to pass the ball. I guarantee it. I guarantee it, bro. I get, no, see, listen, listen. The, take ISO out of your out of your mind. No isolation. 
Don't isolate. See, if you isolate, that means you're on an island. You don't need to isolate. You don't. This is the, this is the issue. This is why you got them skeet ass braids. Don't isolate. Pass the ball to somebody else tomorrow. Just uh, listen. Just let that let that shit happen, bro. Let this shit happen. I'm. T I, I guarantee you right now. I guarantee you, right motherfucking now. If you if you cut the hair and you stop getting them skeet ass braids. You'll learn how to pass the ball. You didn't get paid to pass? What do you think you get paid for? What do you think you get paid to do? You say you get bonuses every time you dribble the ball more than 20 times in a game? That's a weird incentive, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I'm not even going to hold you. Listen, this is what I need you to do. I need you to have more passes than braids in your hair. I need you to do that. I need you. Listen, you're you, you doing too much, bro. You're doing too much. Like, you doing? You look like Scrappy-Doo, bro. And I need you to stop doing that shit. All right, all right I appreciate you taking the call, bro. I'm trying here. I'm trying here, bro. I'm really trying, bro. I'm trying. The motherfuckers ain't listening to me. They ain't listening to me. Ugh, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, man. All right, we're about to wrap it up. G uh, Gio says, Hayes, can we get Benny on a plane over to San Francisco? And if the team puts up another performance like this, Benny starts kicking some nuts. Oh, man. Uh, I hate to say it, but I, I can see why the Toronto Raptors kind of traded DeMar DeRozan and then ended up winning a championship with Kawhi. He doesn't seem like a team player. It's, uh, I mean, DeMar is a team player. He just, he's a very specific player. And when you have players that are that specific, you can only play basketball a very specific way. But all right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we got to get ready to go live over on Locked on Bulls. I know Pat's already waiting for me. Um, but yeah, we're going to, what, why are you still here? No Locked on Bulls. What do you mean why I'm still here? This is my house. Locked on Bulls starts when I'm ready. That's that's it. That's what it is. But all right, y'all. I love you guys, man. Make sure you hit the uh, you hit the uh, subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're still trying to get to ten thousand subscribers by Monday. Doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. But we still. Well, you never know. You never know. Especially when the Bulls are losing, it's definitely not gonna happen. But make sure you guys follow the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Bulls Central Pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so seven seven three. 270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. I love you guys, man. Go Bulls. See Red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.